The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. After the crowd had eaten enough, Jesus made the disciples get into a boat and go on ahead to the other side while he dismissed the crowds. And after he had dismissed the crowds, he went up the mountain by himself to pray. When evening came, he was there alone, but by this time the boat, battered by the waves, was far from the land, for the wind was against them. And early in the morning Jesus came walking toward them on the sea. But when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified, saying, It is a ghost. And they cried out in fear. But immediately Jesus spoke to them and said, Take heart, it is I. Do not be afraid. Peter answered him, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. Jesus said, Come. So Peter got out of the boat, started walking on the water, and came toward Jesus. But when he noticed the strong wind, he became frightened, and beginning to sink, he cried out, Lord, save me. Jesus immediately reached out his hand and caught him, saying to him, You of little faith, why did you doubt? When they got into the boat, the wind ceased, and those in the boat worshipped him, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. When they had crossed over, they came to land at Gennesaret. After the people of that place recognized him, they sent word throughout the region and brought all who were sick to him and begged him that they might touch even the fringe of his cloak, and all who touched it were healed. The Gospel of the Lord. Today's Gospel follows immediately after the great miracle of the multiplication of the loaves and the fish, two things happen. First, Jesus makes the disciples get into a boat and go to the other side. And then secondly, he goes up the mountain to pray. And he does so because he wants to give thanks to his father for this great miracle that just happened. And also because he desires communion. This is the central core of Jesus, union with the father. Now, why does he ask the disciples to get into a boat? Because he needs to teach them something further than just what was taught at the miracle of the multiplication of the loaves. He comes to them, not immediately, but early the next morning. So they've been struggling against the wind all night to no avail, and they're exhausted by this point. And it's then that Jesus comes to them and notice what happens here. And this is how the early church fathers interpreted this scene. The boat represents the church, and the sea represents the chaos that can happen in the world, the fear, the turbulence of the world. And remember the earlier miracle where Jesus was actually in the boat, asleep on the cushion when the wind came up, and he was then able to calm the storm. Here, Jesus is not in the boat, and there's this great delay. He finally comes, after several hours, to indicate a lesson, and this is the teachable moment, I think, for all of us, that without an intimate relationship with Christ, without Christ being in our boat, in us, in our soul, without that communion with God that Jesus just demonstrated by going up the mountain to be with his Father, we can battle long and hard against the difficulties of life and 
think that we're really on our own. In today's gospel, Jesus said to the fearful disciples, Take heart, it is I, do not be afraid. That phrase, it is I, is the actual name of Yahweh, the great name of God in the Old Testament that God revealed through the burning bush to Moses. And so Jesus is claiming the identity and the authority of God. The question for us today is, what are the storms in my life? Who is God in the midst of them? And how do I respond? Peter actually goes further and says to Jesus, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. Jesus then invites him, come. And Peter gets out of the boat, starts walking on the water. But when he noticed the strong wind and the storm, he becomes frightened. He begins to sink and cries out, Lord, save me. And Jesus immediately reaches out his hand and grabs Peter and says to him, you of little faith, why did you doubt? And then the disciples say all together, truly, you are the Son of God. Many lessons here for us today. Will we trust Jesus enough to get out of the boat and to walk on the sea? Now that's a challenge for us today because the sea is turbulent. The culture is turbulent. There's a lot going on in the church. And here we are, our people of faith. But Jesus is always going to challenge us to go deeper, to get out of the boat, to walk on the water, and not to focus on the sea and the wind and the storm, but always keep our eyes on Christ. And if we should fail, we can always cry out as Peter did, and Jesus will grab us and save us. Now there's a final point that the first reading actually adds to the gospel. We had the whole scene of Aaron and Miriam jealous of Moses because Moses was claiming all this authority and they challenged it and God was not happy with these two and Miriam ends up getting leprosy. Notice at the end of the first reading, Aaron says to Moses, oh my Lord, do not punish us for a sin that we have so foolishly committed. Do not let Miriam be like one stillborn whose flesh is half consumed. And Moses cried to the Lord, Oh God, please heal her. And in fact, that happens. So now we go into another great safety net that we have, and that's the saints. We can call to the saints, like the first reading, and ask for their assistance. We have this whole community of canonized saints. They're like our larger family. I know we're a family in Sarnia, but we have this larger family in heaven that intercedes for us. So with all of that, let us embrace the challenges that we are faced with today, and they are many. Place our trust in Jesus. Make sure he's in our life in an intimate way, which means prayer every day and in the scriptures, and then get out of the boat and walk on the water. And we all have that challenge because we all face challenges in our lives, but we are a family now, a greater family than we were before. Each parish, this one in particular, but each of them now has five priests, four deacons, two lay ecclesial ministers, and all of us together.
are in this. And the culture is in the midst of a storm. So that's the challenge, but it's a great challenge for us. And we should be grateful that we live in such a time as this and to ask and call upon the name of the Lord every day and grow deeper and deeper in our faith and allow God to work through us.